Wednesday, November 23rd, 2005. This is the Radio Zoom Podcast. take a look out the window really quick as I start this episode of Radio Zoom, and lo and behold, the fog is starting to lift. It's been foggy here in Vancouver for probably about the past, well, since about Saturday. Uh, Saturday being the day that I went to Vancouver Island, spent the weekend there on Vancouver Island. I'll elaborate on that a little later. Also went to my first Canucks game last night at GM Place. It was outstanding. Dave Olson's been in contact with me. He's the uh, host of the, the Canucks Outsider podcast, and I saw him at the game. I was actually sitting behind him. I don't know if we, we chit-chatted a little bit beforehand, and, uh, oh, man, he was totally right. You won't forget. You won't forget the first time that you walk up the tunnel and you look at the ice, and I'm never going to forget that ever, 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 and I'll elaborate a little bit more on my experiences and uh, some other various experiences about being here in Vancouver, as I always do. But, you know, what I always do is I play you the music, and I'm going to play you the music as played with their permission. This is the band Soft. Actually, they're just called Soft. You can check out more about them at thebandsoft.com, and you can also, I think, yes, you can download this track off of their website. It's called Higher, and this is the Radio Zoom Podcast.
is off of their five-song EP called The Soft EP, and that is off... Uh, let's see, that song is called Higher. Let me turn down my earpiece here a little bit. I am still stuck with this crappy, crappy headset, and it doesn't make me happy. But hopefully, that will change in the near future. Um, let's see. Like I said, the thebandsoft.com, if you want to find out more about them, played with their permission, and... Um, Hopefully, I'll be able to play more of their songs. I've uh, I've got more, and uh, later on down the line, we'll have to explore a little more about the band Soft, because on their website, there's not a lot of information about them. But you know what? I, I have to say... Uh, don't do that. Um, I really have to say, though, that um, they uh, have a really great website. It's so simple. I mean, it, you have to scroll and scroll and scroll, but it's just... It really is a, a nice site, just, you know, for, for a band, without being too flashy and, and fantastic or anything like that. So definitely check that out. TheBandSoft.com and the name of that song was called Higher. And as I said, it is available for you to download. Actually, I think for you to download it, though, you have to sign up to be on their mailing list, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Mailing lists are good, because that way, if the band's going to be around your area, you can go check them out and you can support, uh, support them. Because, um, you know... That helps pay the uh, the gas bill for the, the the van, or you know for the uh, money for the the hotel room, or uh, well if you don't have enough money for the hotel room, usually you're trying to find somebody's floor to crash on. But it'd be fun to do an interview with some band about their uh, adventures and hijinks and touring because it's not as glamorous what you think it is. Being a rock star, depending on what level of rock star that you would like to be. Uh, let's see. Going back to what I was talking about a little while ago, um, well, let's start off with the the game last night. The Canucks played the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, it's no secret that, yes, I am originally from Iowa, and I am from the eastern part of Iowa, the eastern part of Iowa being very close to Chicago. Three hours to four hours drive, depending on traffic, construction, uh, and, and the like, or depending on what, what, uh, what, what route you take. And all my life, I've never been to a National Hockey League game, an NHL game, ever. And all my years of life, all my years of existence, I've lived so close to Chicago that I could have, I could have gone to a Blackhawks game nearly any time. And I've been to three Chicago Cubs games, Major League Baseball. No, I won't get into the whole baseball talk, because... People up here don't seem to enjoy baseball as much as um, me, but the point is that I could have seen a Chicago Blackhawks game at any point in my life, and except I didn't. And last night was the first time that I went and saw a National Hockey League game in Vancouver, Vancouver Canucks, at GM Place. Had great seats, Section 103. We're kind of in the corner, um, a little bit in front. Yeah, a little bit in front of the goal, just a little, you know, in terms of where we were uh, on the ice. Um, and they played the Chicago Blackhawks last night, the team that was closest to me all my life, and it was fabulous. As I said before, I chatted with Dave Olson a little bit before the game. Um, we just, you know, chit-chatted just a little bit about uh, different different things, and one of the subjects we talked about really briefly was just. Uh, um, just the going to the game for the first time compared you know I don't have the history that a lot of the people really enjoy and love about this team and about this sport 
you know, I wasn't around during uh, the Pacific Coliseum days and, 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 and such things like that, and nor was I really that much of a Canucks fan, per se, until I got up here, because it's just so easy to be immersed into the culture here of, of a hockey culture, of people loving their team. And it's, it's, a, it's very much like, you know, back home, we have that. More so where I grew up, in the area that I grew up, and where I lived up until I, I, mo- I moved up to Vancouver, was in, in Iowa City. And that was home to the University of Iowa, home to the Iowa Hawkeyes. And that's it's collegiate sports. It's a different level, you know, it's a different type of play, because those kids are playing with heart, because they want to play as hard as they can, so they can make it up to the professional level. And so they can make the you know the, the bigger bucks and everything, but you know they're, they're, it's a different type of play. And but the dedication of of Iowa fans is kind of on par with the, the type of of uh, dedication that I think that hockey fans up here have. And um, you know people being decked out in you know in their jerseys and um, you know face painting or you know the, the towel waving or and things like that. Which I guess just this year they've been really into uh, passing out towels at Carver Hawkeye or not Carver Hawkeye but um, uh, Kinnick Stadium for the football games and so they twirl the towels around yellow or well to you they're yellow to me they're gold black and gold not yellow gold and uh, so in that comparison I, there is that, that culture where, where I grew up but the hockey games at GM Place are just amazing. I mean, they, that is an incredible venue for for uh, for an event um, to to see hockey be played and uh, to see all these players that uh, that I've uh, really been enjoying learning about, watching, uh, and becoming more knowledgeable about. Um, more knowledgeable, and very much great thanks to my girlfriend Rebecca because she knows a lot more about hockey than I do, which may seem unusual, but, oh well, at least I'm learning, right? And, um, but she teaches me a lot, I'm learning a lot from Dave Olson's Canucks Outsider podcast, and, um, not that I was ever not knowledgeable about hockey, I'm just learning more about the teams, uh, about the history, uh, the, the roster, who used to be here, who's gone, um, you know, that whole legacy, and uh, learning more also about you know other teams and you know who's who's on what other team who used to play for Vancouver and now plays in, you know for some other team and gets booed when they come to town and um, and so on and so forth. So I, I'm learning a lot more in that respect and it's it's a lot of fun. It's some it's a really good time and um, like I said before though the the level of sportsmanship here is a lot different because everyone just is kind of like ah oh, darn they lost but you know what. Maybe we're gonna win the next game, and you know things are gonna be okay. It's not like the world is going to end. There's, it's just, <laughs> it sounds corny, but there's always a tomorrow, and and uh, things will will always be better. So I hope this is not the last game, at least of this year, or of this season, or ever. I I really do hope to see more and more, and more games uh, at at GM Place and. Um, there's there's a lot more hockey to be seen around here. You know the Vancouver Giants, uh, the World uh, World Juniors are in the I think the Lower Mainland this year. So um, if you're not familiar with what that is, uh, you can do a Google search on that. But um, 
that's also I think a little more on par of of you know what I'm talking about of sports on the collegiate level. This is like you know these are the um, these are the the kids that are you know up and coming that are playing with as much heart and as they possibly can to be the best that they possibly can, uh, so that way they can work their way up to you know playing in the in the, the NHL or whatever uh, league that they can at least you know get some sort of professional career and get paid to do it versus you know um, what it is that they're doing on on, on the uh, the junior level so. It's going to be really interesting just to kind of experience it, and more so too. Is in February we have the Olympics coming up. They're, they're in Italy, but uh, that'll be really interesting because it's going to be, you know, Team Canada. I'm going to be surrounded by you know people cheering for Team Canada, and and I'm I'm really confused as to uh, where my heart's going to lie at that point because um, I, you know, I, I'm still still going to cheer for the United States, but you know, there's also going to be a you know really big soft spot in my heart for, you know, go Canada. So, especially when it comes to the hockey. That's going to be lots and lots of fun to to watch and, and enjoy. And you know, the 2010 Olympics are here in Vancouver, British Columbia. That should be interesting with hopes that uh, yours truly will still be in this area at that time. And I think my family hopes so, because in that way they have a free um, boarding when they get up here so that way they can, you know, crash at my place while they enjoy some of the Olympic festivities. Anyway, um, let's do this track right here, Not a Surf, played with, by permission, it's a little older track, but it's so, so good. Off the album Let Go, this is Fruit Fly, and this is Radio Zoom. Left some food wrapped up in a plastic bag. On the kitchen table Way too long Sat down to eat Next to the bag I was too tired To throw it out I saw a swarm of fruit flies I took the bag downstairs When I came back They were still there Flying jerky patterns like Snowflakes in the air I'm sorry You got nowhere to go Got nowhere to go Nothing smells right 
Nautasurf.com is the website if you want to find out more about those guys. Nautasurf, all one word. N-A-D-A-S-U-R-F dot com. Yes, Nautasurf. Those guys that did that one song, you know, popular. Oh, I love that track. That was so good. Oh, that was so 1990... Yeah, whatever. Um, they put out... Well, I think they're up to three more albums post that album. And... They are absolutely amazing, and they've had a lot of success in France, uh, and uh, I think in the surrounding European regions as well, but uh, Let Go, at Proximity Effect, and then they have their latest album out right now, uh, which uh, escapes my memory right now, it's that new, but uh, you might have heard some of their, their uh, I know they're playing some of their the new tracks off the, the new album, which I, man, it's completely escaping my memory. I don't have it in front of me right now, but, um, like, tracks like Always Love, but no, yeah, they're just great albums, and, and he, really great songwriting, and I think they've maintained the same lineup since the beginning. I'm not entirely sure, but totally, totally love that track. That, that's off the album Let Go. The song was called Fruit Fly, and played with, by permission, right here on the Radio Zoom podcast. Now, the one thing that I want to cal- clarify, going back to what I was saying earlier when I started, and I was emphasizing Vancouver Island. I know it's Vancouver Island. But for some reason, on my last episode, when I was talking about on uh, this past Saturday, Rebecca and I hopped on a ferry, went over to Victoria, and spent the night, Saturday night, came back Sunday. So just made it a quick overnight you know, stop, but you know, was able to go over there, relaxed, have some fun, explore the, the, the town. And I know that to some of you locals out there that Victorian fun might not just fit into the same sentence. Because everyone's like, oh, it's so tiny. But you know what? It's it's not that tiny. I mean, I lived in Iowa, and there's smaller communities than that. With you know, th- There's a lot there. There's a lot to do. We actually hung out. Oh, she's going to shoot me. But I forget to... Uh, where it was where we were at, but we we were looking for some place to on Saturday night to um, to sit down and and maybe just kind of relax and kind of chill and have a drink and we walked past a couple of these places that looked you know kind of pubs and we were you know we were at uh, one pub that was playing too much of kind of crappy music. Uh, it's an easy way to put it, and so we decided to kind of leave. They're just playing crappy music on on the uh, on, on the PA. And uh, so we went to buy this other place, and it looked nice, but it looked really kind of, kind of, I don't know, too many people trying to look like they're too important. You know, those type of places, you know, people that think that they're just too good for everyone else, but they're going to this place because it's really classy or whatever. So we ended up going to this other place that had live music playing, which is totally my type of place. It was five bucks to get in, and uh, we had a few drinks and enjoyed some live music. I will retain my opinions on the bands that were there. The the, the initial reason why we went in, the, the the opening band, I guess, the first band of the night, maybe there were three bands. There's four, I guess we missed the first one, but um, uh, the one that we heard sounded really good, and that's why we went in there. But the next band wasn't so much on that really good level. But uh, And the third band was a little too more... Um, I don't know, kind of screamo, hardcore-ish, too, too, too screamish for me. I, I, I like that sometimes, you know, in my music, but there's just a certain point where you're just kind of like, okay, that's enough, really. You just need to kind of just 
stop it with the screaming, alright? So, um... Yeah, we were on v Vancouver Island. I do know that in my last episode, at least I think I did. I don't listen close enough, but I think I called it Victoria Island. And that is so embarrassing. I don't know why I let it slip. I, I've never called it Victoria Island before that. And it's such an, uh, an out-of-towner thing to do, wouldn't you say? But um, not even Rebecca gives me crap about calling it you know, hey, we're gonna go over to the island, and you know, and she's like, "What, Victoria Island?" You know, so my apologies. What can I say? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not from here. But when when I'm sitting here doing this podcast type thing, like right now here, I am trying to, I'm holding a coffee cup with some coffee in it, and I've been holding this for like the past five minutes. Keep trying to put it up to my mouth, take a sip, and then I I pull it away. Uh, I'm doing lots of different things at, at the same time that I'm recording this. You know, I might be surfing a site, looking at different things, looking at the next song that I'm going to play, making sure, looking over at the, the, you know, the the recording program and making sure that it's running. And I made a slip of the tongue, so nobody contacted me about it, which I'm really sad about. So you you know what, you need to do that. If I make a mistake like that, email me, put a comment on my on on the website, and uh, yell at me for making such a horrible, horrible, stupid mistake like that ever again, and I'm so embarrassed that I'm just going to play another song. This is by the band The Story Of, and it's off of the, um, it's off of the album Urgots of Rye, and the song is called Way Too Loud. And I'll give you more information about them when we come back. Check it out. Resume.
story of off of their album Ergots of Rye. You can find out more about them at, at the storyof.net. Found out about these guys from um I for a while there I do believe they were touring with my good buddies Troubled Hubble, now defunct Troubled Hubble, but um they I do believe are from Texas. I'm hoping I have that right, but um I emailed them and they gave me their permission to play their music on the Radio Zoom podcast, so that way you can find out more about them. If you go to their website, you can actually download that track, as well as a few other ones. They're really, uh, it's, it's really good music. It's It's got kind of that, um, I don't know, kind of got that indie rock kind of feel, but with the elect- electronic kind of beats and stuff. That, I don't know, they're, they're kind of experimental like that, but they're still, they're, without being experimental, I, I shouldn't have said that, because that just wholly brings in a a genre of people that just kind of, it's like Neil's on a chalkboard, but check them out. It's good stuff. Uh, And the the name of that song was called Way Too Loud. Um, Just want to, you know, wrap up with a few different things and kind of get myself out of here. I don't want to make this too much longer. Um, But another, a few different things about Victoria, though, is it's it's a a great, great little town. Um, I don't want to say that it's little, because it's not that little. Um... But if you're staying in the downtown area like like we were, uh, it was really easy to get around and kind of check things out. And it's actually one of the the most haunted uh, places in on the uh, on the west coast, especially in 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 the province. That's for sure. But uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of history without there being a lot of history there. You know, because that this area was only settled in the um, I want to you know in the 1800s. Mainly in the in the late 1800s, because you know there was the whole kind of gold gold rush phenomenon that kind of kicked in, and then um, you know it was kind of a a trading post that just kind of kept building, and then uh, wasn't too I you know I want to say the Victoria has only been been Victoria for like a hundred years, uh, around about a hundred years, and that's where the uh, the provincial parliament. Um, that's where that's the capital of, of British Columbia, and um, so it's 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 very interesting. Um, you can get there via a ferry from Port Angeles, and I I think there's one from Seattle, if I remember right. There's there, but that, I think that's seasonal. But the one to Port Angeles or Port Angeles is uh, I think is year round, but I think it's passenger only. I'm I'm not entirely sure, but the one from Seattle I think is seasonal, and you can actually put a car into a boat and get that over there and, and taking the ferry over to Victoria was was quite the experience it was um it was really foggy you know when we left on Saturday morning and uh I mean I, I really wish that I could have you know I could do more uh, mobile podcasting but it was really really windy of course but um you know if you want to help me get to be mobile uh in terms of my podcasting if you want to make a donation to the PayPal button on my on the Radio Zoom website if I had ten dollars from each of my listeners, I could probably you know be able to get some really decent equipment to do you know to go mobile and do a lot more different things like that. And I'd love to because with my my audio knowledge and capabilities, it would, I'd be able to come up with some really great stuff. But uh, I I I digress. Uh, talking about the ferry, um, it was um, you know it's it's a lot of people, especially you know somebody that's not from this area like myself. Um, you don't know what to expect when you say, you know, you're going to go on the ferry. Uh, people say, well, you can get some cafeteria food or whatever. And, um, 
it's it's a lot more it's it's a lot more comfortable than what you think a fairy would be if you're not familiar with you know taking fairies and uh, to you know to get to, to, to destinations because um, that's the only way you can get to Victoria from the mainland is you have to take an hour and a half long ferry and uh, and it was just it was really beautiful to be able to go in, you know we're kind of navigating through the Gulf Islands to get over to Schwartz Bay and. Uh, or does I, I don't know if I said that right. If it's Schwartz Bay or if it's Schwartz Port, I don't really know off the top of my head because I'm not from here. But uh, it, that was really beautiful. But the the trip back, we actually you know we spent a good portion of Sunday walking around, just kind of you know we we went down to mile zero of the uh, you know Route One. And of the Trans Canadian Highway, so uh, you know, took a picture, went down to the to the um, to the to the waterfront, uh, climbed around on some some of the, to the on the rocks and kind of the beach area there, and uh, took some pictures, and then we climbed back up, and we went and we got coffee and different you know did different things, and then we actually got back onto the we sh- I, th- I think we got on the boat, yeah, we, t- we took the five o'clock ferry back to the mainland, back to Vancouver, so it was pitch black, it was pea soup. I mean, it was it was so foggy that it was really hard to see the water looking over the side of of the of the uh, uh, of the ferry. If you didn't get to see the wake of the, that the boat was creating as it went through the water, you couldn't see it. But you could see the you know kind of the you know the foaming of the waters. It was kind of you know the boat was splitting the the uh, the ocean, and um, it was really really scary. But uh, I had the idea of let's go let's go look you know. Let's go to the front of the boat because we did that on the way over, and it was really, it was really neat as we were coming into uh, into Schwartz, Schwartz. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Please, if I'm not, email me and yell at me. But uh, we went to the front of the boat where it was just dark and foggy, and we were just going on into oblivion. I mean, there was no lights on up up front because you, you know you keep the lights off so you can see better around you, especially when it's that foggy. But it was windy. It was dark. It was quiet, and it was just. Oh, that was just—it just still sends shivers up my spine. It's so—it was so frightening. It was—it was worse than, you know, being in a haunted area of, of Victoria. I mean, that was—that was more scary than than anything else. So, Victoria was was great. Victoria is on Vancouver Island. I know this, and hopefully you can understand um, that I never meant to call it Victoria. Victoria Island. I never did. I'm completely and completely embarrassed about that. But um, you know, I'm learning, and uh, every day is a, is, a, is a major learning experience. Like I was telling um, Dave Olson, and I also wrote about it a little bit. But I got lost in Cool Harbor, and to some of you that might not mean anything, but to get lost in Cool Harbor is not. Um, uh, it's almost nearly impossible, but more so, it wasn't about getting lost and not knowing where you were. It just it was getting into an area where you think that there's supposed to be a street, and there's not a street that goes through, and instead you're surrounded by condos, and there's no way to go, but back and around, and sometimes you just get a little confused. But as I uh, navigate through the areas around here, I'm still learning, and um, I'm starting to learn Stanley Park pretty well with all my running and, and different things like that. So. The Tales of Vancouver. Uh, RadioZoom at gmail.com is the email uh, address if you want to send me any feedback or anything like that. Um, that's totally cool by me. Um, also, let's see, what else did I want to mention? 
Let me pull up some... I got notes here. Notes here. Donations are cool, of course. I mentioned that. Um, and also, if you're, you know, if you're a band that would love to uh, have your music exposed and played, and so people can find out more about you, and you know, sell some of your albums and your art, or your, you know, your, your T-shirts and stuff like that, you, know, you can send that uh, that stuff to me, radiozoom at gmail.com. Either I can just, you know, you can just email me MP3s, or you can just, you know, point me in the direction of your band. And if you know of a band that you'd like me to play, even just point me in the direction of their website, and I'll see if I can get into contact with them, and you know, see if I can get their consent, and I'll, I'll see what I can do. Uh, also, my I've got the Frapper on the website. If you don't know what Frapper is, it's you know you can create this page that uh, is like a, a it's a group that you you go in there and you you just tag in your name, where you're from, and then I'll put a little like a, it's like push a push pin onto a map. That's what Frapper is, and it uses Google Maps to do that. And uh, it kind of gives me an idea of where you're listening from, and I can, you know, it's it's just cool. It's neat, and so I put it onto the, onto the site. So if you go to um, to the Frapper website, and it's just Razoom Podcast, all one word, and uh, you can you can uh, sign up. You can also just go to audioherst.net slash radio and click on the button, and it will take you there as well. And also, too, I want uh, feedback on my video podcast. I did put one out earlier this week. I made lots of little tiny videos at the game the other night, or last night, so I'm, I'll probably put something else together and get that put out there. But if you have any um, feedback or tips, or you know, if you hate them, you love them, um, let me know. And um, if you're using an aggregator that's not pulling them down, definitely go to the website and check that out, and uh, hopefully I can figure out if there's other problems that uh, we can resolve those issues if there are problems with other aggregators. So... Let me know. I'd like to know if people are checking those out and if they like them or not. So that ba- basically wraps it up. I'm going to play one last song by consent because they're cool, and uh, they uh, emailed me back. Actually, Jeff Lynn. I do. I do believe that's his name. You know what? I want to check that out really quickly as I pull this up really quick. Uh, yeah, Jeff Lynn from Harvey Danger emailed me back and said go right on ahead, so I'm going to do that right here on the Razoom Podcast. This is off of their latest album. Yes, they have a new album, completely downloadable, off their website. Harvey Danger, Little by Little is the album. This song's called Cream and Bastards Rise, and this has been another edition of Radio Zoom. I love this track. Check it out, and we'll check you later, and adios.
The Radio Zoom podcast is a product of the AudioHertz.net web wall. Send emails, audio comments, and songs to play on the Radio Zoom podcast to RadioZoom at gmail.com. That's RadioZoom, all one word, at gmail.com. Check out the website for more, AudioHertz.net slash radio. Hi, Musketeers. You're listening to the Radio Zoom podcast. My life is endless pain. Ha 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 ha